With his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, Jesus makes a clear and unmistakable claim to Davidic kingship. Up to this point, he had kept his messianic identity a secret because it was God's will that the Messiah must suffer and die in Jerusalem, according to the prophets. After entering the city and cleansing the temple, those shouts of joy which accompanied his triumphal entry quickly turned to howls of hatred as the forces of evil viciously attacked him, thus fulfilling Isaiah's prophecy of the suffering servant. I gave my back to those who beat me. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The suffering of Christ was a necessary part of God's plan in order to redeem mankind from sin and save him from eternal damnation. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning he opens my ear that I may hear, and I have not rebelled, have not turned my back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint knowing that I shall not be put to shame. Psalm 22 perfectly expresses the anguish that Jesus felt on the cross, feelings of abandonment and pain that are common to every human being at one time or another. Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh, God incarnate, accepted it all, and thus united himself to every soul that suffers. The rejection of Jesus was caused in large part by the fact that he failed to meet the mob's expectation of a king like David. Instead, Jesus was the suffering servant of Isaiah, the meek and humble lamb who opened not his mouth and yet faithfully proclaimed God's name. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? All who see me scoff at me. They mock me with parted lips. They wag their heads. He relied on the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, if he loves him. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Indeed, many dogs surround me. A pack of evildoers closes in upon me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? They divide my garments among them. 
and for my vesture they cast lots. But you, O Lord, be not far from me. O my help, hasten to aid me. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? I will proclaim your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, give glory to him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Paul's letter to the Philippians is sometimes called the letter of joy because the words joy and rejoice are common refrains. This is particularly striking in light of the fact that Paul wrote the letter from prison, probably from Rome shortly before his execution. Despite his situation, expressions of love and gratitude toward the Philippians resound throughout the letter. Philippi was the first church established by Paul on the European continent, and so his feelings of affection are especially meaningful. The passage we are about to hear was probably an early hymn about Christ that Paul incorporated into his letter. Although not included as part of this reading, the verses immediately preceding it appeal to the Philippians for concord, humility, and self-sacrifice, following the example of Jesus. Have this mind among yourselves, Paul says, which was in Christ Jesus. A reading from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians. Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. This has been a Chantworks production. Please visit us online at chantworks.com.